Hi, everyone. Listen up. It's King Mitch. Today, we're talking about sowing your seed. And the word says, God gives seed to the sower, but are you sowing your seed or are you eating your seed? And what's your harvest look like? So the big question is this, what does it mean to be a king in God's kingdom? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm Mitch Edland, lifelong entrepreneur, Christian business leader, and kingdom advancer. And I'm here to speak to the king that's inside of you. Each episode, you'll be posed with thought-provoking questions, open discussion, and occasionally special guests, all designed to take your thinking, believing, and life to a higher level. Your journey begins right here on the Awaken the King podcast. It's time to wake up, king. Well, I've just got to say this. Sewing is one of my favorite subjects. And it may be because it just comes so natural to me. You know, I grew up on the farm in northeast Montana, and I learned in a very literal sense about sowing and reaping. When your family makes its living from planting a small kernel of wheat in the ground and then expecting that kernel to grow into a plant that produces a 30, 60, or 100 times return on that kernel, you see the law of sowing and reaping happening right before your eyes. You see God's laws in action almost every day of your life as you grow up on the farm. And you see it year after year after year. So, of course, I'm going to believe it. I grew up practicing that. I still remember just like it was yesterday. We'd spend most of the winter repairing equipment, planning out the crop rotation with the maps, planning out the next year's finances, all in preparation for spring's work. And that meant seeding time. We'd usually be done seeding the crops by May, and it would be cutting them in August or September. Just a few months. But there's a lot that goes on in that few months. We do our part. And God does his part. The farmer prepares the soil by giving it nutrients that have been depleted from the previous year's crops. Then he plants the seed. Then he fertilizes the seed. Then he kills the weeds that are trying to take over. All along the way, believing that his seeding and nurturing will bring a harvest. While praying to God to bring favorable weather. Then God brings the rain at just the right time. He brings the heat at just the right time in order to produce a crop. Hopefully a bumper crop, a record breaker. And that takes faith to believe it'll happen year after year after year. And that's exactly what sowing into God's kingdom is like. When you sow your time, talent, and your treasure into his kingdom, just like with farming, you are to expect a harvest, expect a return of 30, 60, or 100 fold. Now, just to be clear here, when the word says treasure, it's talking about money. Now, unfortunately, not all Christians think this way or have enough faith to believe this. That's why I'm talking to you. If you're going to think like a king and be a king, having this understanding is critical. You need to be a sower. You need to be a sower. A king takes dominion in the marketplace and then uses their money to advance God's kingdom. That's sowing. And God gives seed to the sower. And as you sow it, he gives you a harvest. And because you are a sower, he will give you more and more seed. In fact, let me read 2 Corinthians 9, verses 10 and 11. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. So there you go. If you are generous and it is your heart to sow, then God will give you the seed. Now, he doesn't just give the seed to everyone just those who are going to sow it. Notice the scripture makes a distinction between seed to sow and bread to eat. God provides enough for both. 
But are you sowing your seed or are you eating your seed? That's the question I have for you today. I really want you to think on this one. Are you sowing your seed or are you eating it? I had a conversation in my heart with God a few years ago, and I asked him this question. I said, how much of what comes through my hands do you, as God, consider seed? And what he put back on my heart was this. He considers it all seed. But he leaves it up to us to decide how much we're going to sow and how much we're going to eat. Because ultimately, it's a condition of our heart. So here's what I can tell you for sure. If you keep eating your seed, your seed's going to stop showing up. You have to recognize it as seed and actually sow it. Here's a story on seeding I told a few people a while back, and I think it might help. Imagine I'm talking to a large group of people, and I lay a one-bushel bag of wheat, which is about 60 pounds, here on the ground in front of them. And I ask four people to come forward and tell me what this is and what do you do with it. So the first person comes forward, and she was a baker. And she immediately recognized the contents of the bag was wheat. But when asked what it's used for, she said, you grind it up, make flour out of it, and you bake bread with it. The next person comes up. He was an Italian cook. He also immediately recognized his wheat and said it's used for making pasta. He also went on to explain how the different varieties of wheat are used to make different types of pasta. The next person comes up was a pastry chef. She, like the first two people, also recognized his wheat. And she added that certain types of wheat are used in not just making pastries, but are also used in making starch, malt, dextrose, and gluten, all used in other food production. Well, then the fourth person comes up. He was an old farmer. Now, he didn't just recognize his wheat. He points out the fact that it was a bushel of wheat. And when asked what it's used for, his response was, you seed it. And he went on to explain that one bushel is the exact right amount in order to seed an entire acre of ground. And when the harvest comes in, it will return 30, 60, or 100 times that one bushel bag. So why was it that no one other than the farmer saw the wheat as seed? It's because he's the only sower in the room. If you're not a sower, you're not going to recognize it as seed. You're just going to eat it. If you don't recognize the seed, you won't know to sow it. And if you don't sow it, God stops sending it. But if you do sow it, God gives you more to sow. You cannot give God. The more you give, the more he'll give you back. And I so hope that you're getting this. This is so huge. When you walk down this road and you have the faith to believe it, you become a powerful force in God's kingdom. And I believe that if God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. This is what a king is all about. So if you're listening to this right now and you're starting to see this and maybe you've been eating your seed, Make a decision to change. Start sowing some seed. Give God something to work with. My pastor, Keith Kraft, says it this way. If you're not sure how to move forward in God's kingdom, do these two things. Give God something to work with and give man something to respect. And I think you'll agree that when you're sowing, that qualifies for both of these. So now let's talk a little bit about the soil that we're sowing into. This is one of the reasons that as a king, you need to be aligned with a priest. A priest is your pastor or a man of God that speaks life over you, that speaks blessing over you, that calls forth victory over you, that has a God-given vision and a dream for what God wants to accomplish through him. And you as a king are connected to that priest in order to fulfill that vision. The priest has the vision and the king brings the provision. That's how kings and priests operate. So the vision, the soil, if you will, is determined by the priest. And as a king, my job is to sow into the vision of the priest that I'm connected to. That means I don't have to worry about figuring out where the money goes. 
I don't have to vent the charities that my church supports. I don't have to manage the building fund. I don't have to be involved in every decision to help every needy family or what homeless organizations to support or which hurricane relief group to get behind or what missionaries to support. I don't have to spend my time figuring that out because it's not my job. My job is to bring the money. Now, I think it goes without saying that as we're sowing, we do have the responsibility to make sure that we're sowing into good soil, right? Of course. And I agree with that. But if you don't think that sowing into your current church or your pastor is good soil, you may need to be thinking about a change. Okay? Just saying. So what does your current harvest look like? Is it what you expected? Well, I'm going to end today with another farming analogy. I can't help myself. Just a farmer at heart. There's only two ways a farmer can increase his yield and make more money. Either the crop has to produce more per acre, or you have to get more land, allowing you to sow more seed. Now, the Bible calls that increasing your measure of rule. And if you think like a king, you want to increase your measure of rule. You want the largest harvest you can get so that you can be more and more fruitful, so you can sow more and more. So your sowing will result in advancing God's kingdom, spreading the gospel to the world, feeding the hungry, taking care of the homeless, taking care of the orphans, taking care of the widows and the elderly, showing love and kindness to everyone. This is what you are called for. So here's the pattern. Recognize that God has given you something to sow. Sow it and do it cheerfully. Now that you are a sower, God will give you more and more seed to sow. And your harvest will get larger and larger and larger until you can't even contain it. Now, when you are fulfilling the purpose that God intended you for, you'll be the most blessed and fulfilled person that you could ever imagine. God gave you your gifts, talents, abilities, and influences in order to accomplish his dream for your life. So be a sower, be a believer, be a king. God bless. It's been an honor for me to share with you today. And I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen. I pray that what you've heard on this podcast so resonates with you that it changes how you think about your calling in God's kingdom. I believe God will bless you, elevate you, increase your territory and measure of rule, and fill your life with blessings, joy, and abundance so we can advance God's kingdom together.